Hey everybody, it's Pastor Q. On this week's episode, keep it simple, be deliberate, or you're going to miss the goal. All right, welcome back to X with Q, a 10-minute podcast to help you lead healthy from ministry to the marketplace. My name is Brad, and as always, I'm here with Pastor Mark yep. Q. All right, let's get it. Okay, PQ, you've been part of several organizations over your career, both in ministry and in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. You know, as organizations change, uh, one of the things that I've heard you say is that you've noticed the tendency to make things more complex. How do you explain that temptation to drift towards complexity. Yeah, I mean, I just think as organizations grow, whether it's they grow because success and they, they have more um, more revenue coming in or an organization grows because you're having more people attend a church, whatever it is, we will tend to grapple for control. So when we grapple for control, we put things in place, systems and processes that we can control more. And what it winds up doing is complicating what our original goal was. It just gets in the way, and I think a lot of it's because we we grapple for control. There are a lot of things I I didn't know. You know, I created this you know this Subway sandwich, and everybody loved it. And all of a sudden, thousands of people are ordering this sandwich, and I love it. But here's the thing: now I want people to fill out a form. I want them to stand this way in line, and I want them to. Now I I'm an advocate of systems and processes. Don't get me wrong, but you got to be careful. Keep the main thing the main thing, right? So what are some of the warning signs or the telltale signs that an individual or an organization is getting a little too complex? Yeah, I mean, I always say to people that when it becomes easier not to do what you were meant to do, when it becomes easier not to do what you were meant to do. So in other words, for a church, it would be when it becomes easier not to do ministry. When you know that there's so many systems and processes, it drags you down. And you're like, listen, and again, it's a balance. It's a tension that does not need to be resolved. Systems and processes and expeditiously meeting a goal or doing something. There's a tension there. Yeah, so give us like a specific example, kind of put skin on it of when complexity might hinder or slow a team. Down. I was in an organization, uh, you know, years back, and well, we were going to put on an event. And we went to go put on an event. And the amount of clerical work that needed to happen to get it approved, to have a check written, to get approval for the land, to get permits, it was so mind-boggling, the amount of work that had to be done, even, listen, the amount of work that had to be done outside of even the work that needed to be done for the event, that everybody was like, ah, forget it, I don't want to do the event. So the bureaucracy and the systems and the processes were so laborious that it took the fun, took the excitement and the passion. Again, finding the balance between systems and processes and execution, that's one of the things that leaders, healthy leaders do. Yeah, I mean, so a, a lot of what we're talking about here is you know, organizational issues, but also this also applies to people as well, right? Life gets busy, layers get um, added, yeah. have kids and right. mortgage and all these different things. Right. And all of a sudden, maybe you look around and things just seem really complicated. Right. How, do, how do we eliminate complexity in our everyday lives and embrace simplicity? Yeah, keep it simple. I always like to tell people, even, even in my communication, I mean, it's funny the Bible says, in the abundance of words, there is sin. 
which really means that in the amount of words you speak, you're going to run a greater chance of saying something that is not godly than if you just minimize the words you use. So a lot of times analyze what you're saying and how can I say it in fewer words and get to the point? Not in a, in a terse, curt way, but in a way that's effective. You know what I mean? So you're not using all of these words because it's, ne- it's not going to be good. Yeah, and I think the best example of simplicity and eliminating complexity was the example of Jesus. Yeah, I mean, even when he was approached, right? He was approached by some teachers of the law, and they said, you know, well, what's the greatest? What's the greatest commandment? You know, he actually it almost, I almost like to think of it in a way Jesus is a little sarcastic. He's like, one well, of the greatest commandment, you know, love, love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then the second is like the first, so he links the two, love your neighbor as yourself. So love God, love people, what we say. And it's almost as though Jesus replies, keep it simple, and if you master the simple, everything else will flow from that. So it's the same thing you, you know, in our communication and in our family. What's the simple thing? Let's just be together. And then after being together, we realize, hey, we want to go out to eat. But, but, the, but it started with the simple, let's just be together. Yeah, and there's still that drift toward complexity because you see that in the life of the Pharisees. And so how does that teaching, those teachings of Jesus apply to... a fast-paced culture today. Yeah, I mean, I, I think for us, it's I always try to identify what I need. What does my family need? What does my organization need? And what do I need personally? So I keep it simple by going, I need encouragement. Let's say if I need encouragement, I'm going to read posts or have conversations that encourage me. And anything after that is going to flow out of me. So I need first encouragement and then flow. So I keep it simple by meeting the needs first, you know, whether it be my family organization or my personal life. And I don't, I don't listen. I try to be fully present in whatever conversation I am in. You know, we're a multitask society and we got all this information always available at us and it's always coming at us a mile a minute. I'm always trying to zone in. Now I may have a hundred of those a day, but I'm trying to be fully present in every single one instead of, we've already proven this, multitasking doesn't work. We've already proven that, yeah, I can listen, go ahead. You know, you, you know, while I'm writing something, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead while I'm writing. Yeah. But the reality is I'm missing a portion of both. So nothing is ever done excellent. It's only done good, you know? Yeah. So let's talk about how do we, how do you fight for simplicity in an organization? Maybe strategy or communication or processes how do you how do you contend for that simplicity yeah. in an organization that would agree that i love that because in, in any type of success whether it's people attending whether it's revenue stream whether it's more clients whatever that is i'm you can never stop asking the leader can never stop asking is this the best and simplest way to do it is this the best and simplest best and those simple. two are synonymous mm. is this the best and simple is Because we're going to gravitate towards making things complicated. It's just what we do. Jesus says, love God, love people. And the Pharisees come along and they make how many hundreds of laws extra? Oh, no, no, you love God, love people, but I also need you to strain, you know, a gnat out of a strainer every three times you drink a drink. Yeah. You know, one of the great things I've heard is Pastor Chris Hodges say, you know, excellence happens when things become automatic. Like you walk into a room, you're not thinking anymore about whether the temperature is right. You just know, and you just know, I'm going to check the temperature and make sure it's good. I mean, for me, what I like to say for the chapel and for our organization is it's when it becomes an involuntary response. So when something becomes an involuntary response, that's just what you do. You've done it so much. You've concentrated so much and it's become such a habit that it happens naturally. You're actually not thinking about it. Right. So it's almost more work to create simplicity. 
Oh, I think it's an art. I think simplicity is an art. I think what happens is unless you're deliberate to be simple, you wind up getting complicated. Right. So talk about communication, just the simplicity of communication. Yeah. I mean, we, we've heard the three C's before, clear, concise, complete, and do it in the least amount of words possible. Mm. And and do it in, in love, of course, you know, in, no matter what organization you're in, you always want to communicate care, but clear, concise, complete, that's it. And anything else, we're already coming in. We're not... Your employees, your team is not experiencing your organization in a vacuum. They're experiencing it with hearing the media, the news, family conversations, family troubles, obstacles. They're already bombarded with 50 different messages in order for your messages as an organization to your team to cut through all that clear, concise, complete. Yeah. So personally speaking, a couple of the life hacks that I know you're big on is removing decision fatigue and then also... Um, not ruminating on things, almost closing yeah. mental loops. Tell us a little bit yeah, about that. Yeah, I think, that. I mean, part of that comes from a movie. Again, I'm a big baseball fan. So part of it comes from a movie, a Love of the Game. You know, Kevin Costner is a pitcher. And uh, and he one of the things he does when he's on the pitching mound is he says, clear the mechanism. So he shuts out the, the, the opposing bench. He shuts out his teammates. He shuts out the crowd. So what are those things for us? There are things like, oh, I got to call so-and-so, but you never got around to calling him, but it's on your mind. And the next free moment you have, you're still thinking about that phone call. Kind of take, slow it down. Slow down, close the loop, make the phone call, get it out of the way. Because what you don't realize is those, those open loops are actually pulling away from you making the best decision shut those things down as quick as you can. I mean, some things have to remain open because we don't have complete control over them. But for the things that we do have control over, close the loop, shut it down, push it to the side. Now it frees you up. And I never try to make decisions uh, past one o'clock in the afternoon because I'm moving, I'm going, I get up early. I'm an early riser. For a lot of us, we have to make decisions during the day. But And I understand that. But I'm telling you, you are at your best. It's already been clinically proven, psychologically proven. You are at your best making decisions before you physically get tired. And those best times are in the morning. Super helpful. Final thoughts? Here it is. Be deliberate to be simple or you'll get complicated and lose the goal. Thank you so much, Pastor Q. Yep. Thanks for listening to X with Q. For more leadership content, hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with a friend. See you next time.